Hello, everybody. Good evening. Happy Sunday. Happy December. And welcome to Journey with Stephanie. Thank you, everyone, for calling in already. Oh, my goodness. We're excited to take your calls tonight. Well, I have... I have this fabulous guest coming on, and before we bring him on, I have a brief announcement to make. This will be super, super exciting. Starting the first of the year, I have graduated and have started my own, my very own, my very own personal blog talk radio channel also called Journey with Stephanie. So there won't be too much variation with the name of the show and who to look for. So I just wanted to share this with everyone who's listening tonight. Thank you, thank you. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in. Even if you don't call in, I just appreciate you so much. Thank you. Well, my guest tonight, he is a fabulous sidekick. He is a fellow Gemini. Mr. Doug Johnston, and we met in an environment that's just a lot of fun. I had moved to the Seattle area, oh my goodness, eight years ago, nine years ago, and one of the venues I was introduced to by another psychic was something called a psychic showcase. And this particular showcase was Lou J. Free. She's a fantastic lady. Dallas lady, her husband is a hoot, and Doug and I <laughs> met at the Lou J. Free Showcase, and at first we didn't really know each other that well, and then one evening we ended up sitting next to each other. We were like kids in kindergarten. We chitter-chattered away and laughed and laughed and got in trouble about every <laughs> sixth or seventh minute. <laughs> so much fun, but anyway, when we shared birthdays, one of Doug's favorite questions is, hey, what's your birthday? And I said, well, it's June 14th. What's your birthday? And he's like, oh, we have the most recent past life together on June 4th. So over the years, Doug's taught me many, many things. And one is the birthdays. If you're 10 days apart in either direction, you've had your most recent past life together. And Doug has taught me so many other tidbits of information, really interesting pieces along the way. So without further ado, let's bring on Doug Johnston. Doug, hello. Hello there. (laughs) Welcome. It's good to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Well... What are some other fun things that we've done together, Doug? It's been a lot. Uh, I think the trips up to Alaska were some of the most fun. Extremely profound. Absolutely profound. Well, I would love fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then we just have a good time sitting on the panel and laughing. So <laughs> it didn't, sure didn't really did. matter where we were. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> there's always fun to be had, especially with two Geminis. That's for sure. That's right. One of the um, most one of the interesting things about you 
is your cows, your passion for the cows. And, you know, Doug used to talk about clipping the cows. And in my mind, yes, I went there. Yes, I thought that. And once I shared that with him, he started howling. (laughs) Doug, what is cow clipping? Just giving them a haircut. (laughs) Giving their hair a real short cut. Yes. Just so you can see the cow for what she is without a lot of long hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And for those of us. Pretty. Yes. And for those of us who are not farmers, that was yet another new thing you introduced me to. And I remember when you took me to the farm the one time and you got oh, to show right. me. I forgot about that. You did. Yes. 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 yes you did go out there. I did go out there, and I, I learned what a mudroom is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Farmland, period. Farmland, period. In Alaska, most people have mudrooms to take off their boots and heavy coats, and a cow mudroom is kind of no different. You're still getting rid of everything, the boots and the stinky clothes, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true, yes. Yes, we've done that. And we you have taken me to that fantastic thrift store in downtown Seattle. (laughs) Or up on Capitol Hill. Remember? The magical place, yes. The magical place. Oh my gosh. That is so much fun. So many interesting items. That have no idea what we're talking about. Um, we were down at the Goodwill Pound, mm-hmm. where you actually shop in Ben's, and mm-hmm. that's where I bought that tunic for seventy nine cents, and sold it for five hundred and fifty dollars. Wow! Yeah, because it was old Chinese silk. Isn't so that amazing? Mhm. Mhm. Yes. And what was your favorite Mexican restaurant up there on Capitol Hill? We had lunch there one day as well. Well, I've got a few of them there now. Oh. <laughs> the sad part is I haven't been up there lately. <laughs> we had gone to a cute little place that was tucked away, and I think we had enchiladas or something like that. It was tasty. And we had gone to that thrift store. Mm -hmm. It's right off of 15th. They've renamed it now. It's called Farrah. Or Mm. Farrow. I don't know how you say it exactly. It's a new name from what it used to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe the son took over the business. I don't know. The same people seem to be hanging out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cute little place. Really cute. Brightly painted. Happy, yep. sunshiny. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. It is a good one. And gosh, what else have we done together? Everything and anything. One of the most interesting trips we took, I thought, was was going to Maui and having a spiritual retreat and having a doing that beautiful ceremony on the beach. 
Remember, and it was, was sunset. It it yes. was a very interesting experience overall. Um, and at sunset, remember, let me see. I think we were at the Black Rock Resort. Is that right? I right. think so. And remember the Hawaiian guy that ran with a torch up the mountain? And when the sun hit the final, was it the beginning or the end of the sunset, he threw the torch in the water and then dove the in. Yeah. Oh, that was no, powerful. That was an interesting thing to watch. It was yes. a, our ceremony was great, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We had our ceremony. Wow. We got to watch the sunset ceremony. It was fantastic. What amazed me was the number of people up and down the beaches stopping and standing and watching the sun make its exit. It was so cool. It was just powerful and amazing all the way around. I thought the the happy because they were sharp little jagged rocks that he was running on. Mm-hmm. That was yes. amazing to me. Because yes. he went up there. So. Yeah. That was an interesting trip. I mean. Mm-hmm. Very sharp incline. And then our trips to Alaska, you were there for one trip, two trips? Two trips. Two trips. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you were yeah. very busy giving readings there at the center. Mm-hmm. Did a teaching astrology class up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And you still have many fans to this day. <laughs> many Alaska people still love you and they ask about you. And by the way, John Olson says hello. He passes his uh-huh. readings on to you. Yes. Yes, yes. Very, Very cool. nice. So shout out to John if you're out there listening. Cool. Okay. One of the things that you used to do for me is doing the reading with playing cards and putting them down and doing readings. You have a fantastic way of doing that. And at first, when I saw you shuffling, I thought, is he going to play solitaire? (laughs) (laughs) That was very cool. Very interesting. You've given me so many readings with that. Yeah, yeah, it all works. It's all part of it. Mm-hmm. 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 So, so you know, we have an interesting full moon coming up in Gemini, you know. Well, I saw that on the 7th, 7th to the 8th. Is that right? It comes up on the 7th, and it comes in conjunct to Mars, which is retrograde. So you're going to find that there's a lot of pissed off people that day. Oh, interesting. They will think that the other person did whatever went on. They will never see it as they, any of it, they won't see it as their fault. It will be the other person's fault, whatever it may be. So be a real defensive driver. Hmm. Okay. Now, can you explain what does conjunct mean? Because I know a lot of people are not familiar with astrology language. Well, Mars is in Gemini right now and has been there for some time, and it will continue to be in Gemini 
until the 23rd of March. So Mars has been traveling in Gemini for the last, basically going to be there for a total of seven months, which Mm -hmm. is the longest that Mars has ever traveled in any sign. And it's because of the retrograde that appeared in the middle of it, taking it backwards, and then it goes forward again. But when it's Mm -hmm. traveling backwards, it's kind of like a Mercury retrograde energy. Mm-hmm. There's that wanting to push forward fast because of the Gemini at the same time that it's in retrograde, so it's restrained. And so when Moon comes in in conjunction, which means it came in exactly on in Gemini, conjunct to the Mars Gemini, there's a lot of misplaced energy. Hmm. Very because interesting. Everyone kind of feels like everything should be in the other person's fault, not my fault. You'll, of course. you'll find that even people will jump on top of other people's conversation and then go, well, you were you jumped on my conversation, so I was just trying to get my word in now. This <laughs> is <a> weird stuff. <laughs> but that's the kind of crap it is. Oh, my so, gosh. Wow. And then we do have, you know, the end of the year, or 29th of December, we have a Mercury retrograde. So when you have both of them retrograde, that's more confusion. That's when you get a lot of road rage. And then Mercury is retrograde in Capricorn, correct? Mm-hmm. That's and correct. So what does this mean then when it's specifically Capricorn? Because I know each year it seems to be in a different element. Yeah. Well, there's there's more to it all than just the Mercury retrograde, but with the fact that you have Pluto is going direct now in Capricorn, which is going to come up to your Saturn here coming up, mm. um, which is all transformation for you or anyone that Yay. has their <laughs> Saturn sitting at 29 degrees like you. Oh, yes, do I uh, ever. <laughs> and Capricorn rules as far as big business, governments, uh, banking, anything that's massive in size, that's where capital is. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be big changes coming up, and there will probably, with a Mercury retrograde, there will be things that have gone on in the past that are going to be spoken of during this retrograde. Mm. So we may get some inside truths come to the surface that have just been bouncing around in the ethers and not being spoken of clearly to the people. Very interesting. Very interesting. So on a personal level, could that possibly mean that events of the past could resurface again with new information? True. Yes. And okay. anytime you have Mercury retrograde, if it's one of those, that retrograde always seems to bring people out of the past into your world if you have issues that are unresolved. Uh, so just being out and about, you could run into someone you hadn't seen in years. Mm-hmm. So it becomes rather interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then what about 1212? We have 1212 Gateway coming up. What may be going on on that day that astrology weather-wise? Oh, let's see if I look at that closely real quick and tell you it all traveling that day. Um, 
I would say one of the big things right there is the fact that we have moon conjunct, let's see, op, moon is going to be opposite to Saturn. So anytime you go opposite to Saturn, it's like going up against the military or going up against the police. Mm-hmm. Um, so many of these things that are going on that day that it's rather interesting because you do have a crime as far as the sun and sad. Um, we have three, three planets that are all being hit, just bang, 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 all at the same time, in conjunction. In conjunction. Mm-hmm. Like it's supposed to happen, but it doesn't. It falls short all the time. Mm. So, okay. That will be an interesting one. There's a square as far with Uranus, and Uranus is in Taurus, and so the square could trigger that Uranus, Uranus and Taurus. We have to look at what's going on with Uranus and the Taurus in the past. The last time it was there was the end of World War II. Mm, okay. During that time, what happened is we went off of the, we went onto the Brentwood standard as far as the gold standard was concerned, and America became the global currency. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when we went off of the gold standard in 71 and have been on the fiat currency based on protecting the oil companies in Saudi Arabia, which really has no value to the currency, and that's why the fiat currency today and we're in such hyperinflation, um, we will be making a change back onto that gold standard, which my understanding is already happened in the backside but it should be coming to the surface for everyone to see it here soon. Well, that and that could, will be that could easily be the trigger. Mm-hmm. That could be. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Good. Wonderful. Um, one question. Go ahead. Oh, we, go ahead and finish. Time the North Node is in the middle of this. North Node is all about bringing it to the future. Ah, so when North okay. Node is in Taurus, and it, Taurus rules money, love and money. Mm-hmm. So when it, it's played with, those are what's in the circuit as far as for things to come about. Oh, that's perfect. That's interesting, and that's perfect. Well, I think it's overdue myself. <laughs> A long time overdue, <laughs> for sure. So one one question I would like to ask you is, because I don't think I've asked you this, um, well, not here in this platform, what brought you into astrology? What What was the draw there? And I know that you are very, very psychic. When did you know you were psychic and what brought you into astrology? Okay, the psychic part I've known for a long time. Didn't recognize it for what it was to start with. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I I thought that everyone could do what I was doing. Uh, and then where it came out that I really got that they didn't have a clue that I could see 
was when I was probably 22, but, you know, when I had the accident at 17, where everything opened up big time for me to see things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because you go through near death, you don't see the world quite the same. It's hard for me to read for people that are close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but with astrology, you get a real strong sense of what's really going on with them because it's more... You're working with degrees as far as being hit and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I had someone that said, I want you out of my life, and I wanted to understand what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it took me to learn astrology. It's been one of the greatest gifts I've ever done to, for myself was to learn astrology. And it took two years of intense study every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm still learning yet today, still finding things I didn't know worked the way they work as far as with astrology. There's a actor in um, New York that's doing a session right now, and she wrote a book as far in astrology. Her name's Jackie Slevin, and that's yeah. a very fascinating book. I like what she had to say in that too. Fascinating. Gave me a whole different outlook as far as looking at the midheaven and seeing things as to where a person should be in their career. Hmm. Now that sounds intriguing. What was one thing, when you were studying astrology, what was one thing that you learned about yourself that really opened your eyes to, let's say, what unfolded for you? What was something that shocked you and it was like, oh my goodness, wow. I would say the thing that probably was the biggest thing was the fact that I am a double Gemini. So I have sun and moon and Gemini. And mm-hmm. any double, regardless of what sign it's in, goes through this, where they can see both sides of every situation. They see the emotional side and they can see the intellectual side of it real quickly. And then they sit and vacillate and make a decision. And I was mm-hmm. that person. Mm. And so your teacher said, whatever goes through your head first, give it a 10% edge and you're going to be spot on. And that's what I did from there on. And it's always been right. You are really sharp. So you're a double Gemini and I'm a very water Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So pretty, pretty, pretty empathic to the nth degree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Very much so. So everyone, it's like when I am going through my life experiences and challenges, it's like, Doug, can I ask you about this? Because of all the water in my chart, you know. One of my friends, she is her name is Jancy and she is studying astrology and she has for, I think about, about two years now. And here um, earlier this summer, she asked if uh, she asked for my birth information and got permission to just do a general reading. And she says, Oh my goodness, you're a 12th house person. Do you know how wonderful that is? And I said, no, but I know how emotional it is. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
it's not just emotional. It's that you need that downtime away from everyone. Oh, I do. Because if you don't I... get that, you just come unwrapped. <laughs> I, I do. It does, it does make you very psychic. That's very true. It does make me very psychic and all-knowing. And it's funny because as time goes on, you know, like with anything, you know, the longer you're at the steering wheel, the more comfortable you are driving along and you know anymore it's like i would say about the last six months i've been scaring people because i'm saying what they're about to say before they say it and they're like oh my god (laughs) so it's um it it can be very it, it can be very fun of course it is cool it's it's interesting and also for me as well comes the alchemy you know and it's also you know through the voice and the healing comes regardless and i talked with uh one of my sisters earlier and after about she's a cancer and after about a half an hour oh oh stephanie oh i feel so much better oh okay i have to go now (laughs) i said okay okay (laughs) see you in a couple days okay But, uh, yeah, no, you've been a fantastic voice of reason. You know, another fun thing you do, and everyone listening, this is what I love to do. Um, around this time of year, well, usually somewhere around August, September, I'll say, I'll ask Doug, hey, for next year, what's my word of the year? And I love it because you look up into space and your eyes go here and there. And here comes the word. And what's fascinating to me is that word rings true because then throughout that next year it's like holy cow he wasn't kidding you know (laughs) and uh and so recently i had asked you what's what's my word for next year and i think you said in the moment and it was so funny because another friend of mine a few days earlier had said you know you may want to think about just staying in the moment here and i'm like oh and then here you came with it, and it's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it used to be the power of three. Yes, it used to be the power of three, and now it's like, now it's like, if I've heard it twice, okay, there's the message right there. That's the message. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So. Good way of looking at it. Oh, absolutely. So again, for all of the listeners, my guest tonight is Doug Johnston. And if you would like to have a reading with Doug, uh, go ahead and go to the link on the show page. We have his phone number listed along with his email. And if you would like to have a reading with me, you can just feel free to visit my website, which is also listed on the show page, journeywithstephanie.com. So Doug, if you're up to it, would you like to take some calls? I wanted to, before we go there, can I bring one thing up that's rather interesting, just doesn't happen. Yes. The 23rd of November was the new moon in Sagittarius at one degrees. Mm-hmm. The next five or the next moons all come in at one degrees. Oh, my. And the, the importance of that is because it, when anything starts at one degree, you get the full impact of what that is. So this next one coming in at one degrees on the 23rd is um, in Capricorn. And Capricorn, remember, is big business and government. So you're going to see the 
true empowerment of what's going to happen with big business and government because there's going to be a huge transformation that's going to take place. If not this year, it will take place in the following year. But in the next six months, you're going to see it big time. And then Beautiful. you have it at one degrees in uh, and one degrees in Aries before it moves to a different degree and away from there. Okay. Anytime you have a degree that is uh, in a cardinal sign, which Capricorn is, there's a lot of karmic stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the cardinal signs are all very karmic. So zero to 29, zero degrees, one degree either way is extremely karmic. And a lot of that pulls things to the public side of the world stage. Fascinating. So in astrology, when it comes to degrees, we have degrees listed from numbers 1 to 29. And 29 is the most intense. And so if it's one degree... That's kind of like would it compare to, let's say, starting to open the door and then we get to see the full spectrum? It means that you have, if it's at one degree, you're going to get the full impact of 30 degrees in that sign. 30 so you, degrees. Get, you run through the whole gamut of everything that goes with it. You'll see that whole constellation play out for what it is. Interesting. Okay. The, when it gets up there at the higher degrees in Capricorn, of course, it comes into play with Pluto. And Pluto is right now the United States of America's chart from 1776. It is in its Pluto return. And that's hmm. complete transformation of the America going back to what was set up with the original Constitution. Mm-hmm. Most of us are here, we're probably there back at that time, and we're seeing to it that this thing gets turned around and we get back under constitutional law, and we're no longer under the Constitution of 1871, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is a big change for the huge change for the American people. It frees them and makes them a sovereign people again. That will be welcome, and many will be I, grateful. Mm-hmm. I don't know that people know how it's going to change their world so much. It is unbelievable what's coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. And, yes, I'm ready to yeah. take a look at whatever's coming as far as readings are concerned. Very good. So I think without further ado, we'll start taking calls and um, you know, I've shared this story before, but once upon a time, Doug and I used to do readings together at a bakery in Tacoma, Washington, Karina Bakery. And when people came in, regardless of who they started with, whether it was Doug or myself, then they would go to the other one and get a reading. And <laughs> what was it, Doug, about nine times out of ten? They would get pretty much almost the exact information from two different methods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. Well, we did that an awful lot where it was whatever one said, the other one said too. <laughs> yes. Yes. So much fun. So much fun. 
All right. Well, as we take the calls, I will um, I will go ahead and answer first, and then we'll have you do your magic. Sound good? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right, Garrett. If you ask them their birthday okay. up front, I, it would help me. Okay. Um, well, I failed miserably at asking for birthdays. So for the callers, I'll screen next. We'll do that. Uh, but our first caller is Asha. She's calling about a house. Asha, you're live with Stephanie and Doug. Go ahead, please. Hi, Hi Asha. Hi, Doug. Hi. I actually changed my mind. I don't want to talk about the house. I would love to know, since the New Year is coming, what's in store for me for the next maybe six months or whatever you see next year. Oh, goodness. That's a very open-ended question. So open-ended. I'm going to go with, yeah, but I will go with what's coming to mind right away. Um, yes, please. What I what I'm seeing is Doug hit on part of it, but I am seeing a lot of transformation. I'm watching you. It's like you're standing on January one on the calendar, and I'm seeing it unroll all the way out to December thirty one. And what you're showing me is that you feel like you're finally shifting into reclaiming your own personal power over you. And so regardless of what you choose to do, where you choose to live, what color of dress shoes you want to wear tomorrow morning, you are finally taking command in a new way. And the feeling that I get from it is that it feels happy. It feels invigorating and very refreshing. But it's been quite the journey to get to where you are because this is something that runs very deep, 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 deep within you. Make sense? Very true. Yes. I'm I'm hoping to uh, do some work, you know, my calling and just go forward with that. I haven't been able to actually do it the way I'd like to, and I'm hoping to start my own business eventually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, let's have Doug take a look at that for you. Thank you. What is your birthday, hon? It's September 6, 1965. 65. Capricorn moon. You said September 26? 6. September 6. No, it's September 20. 6. Yeah. September 6 is not a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio rising. Mm-hmm. Oh, Scorpio rising. Okay. Wow, you got business sense otherwise. Morning, Capricorn. You've got to be very creative. You should be working with that big time. That's what I'm trying. That I mean, that's what screams in your chart is all this creativity that you've got going on. I sometimes think that your analytical stuff gets in the way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, there, I can be very there's analytical. There's definitely yeah. transformation that coming in for you as far on a grand scale. Mm-hmm. Um, you're How releasing so? a lot of the old stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that you thought were so etched in stone, you're seeing that they're just falling apart. They they don't have the validity that they had before, and you're changing your thought process big time. 
You're going to be communicating on a different level than what you've communicated in the past. It's almost like you, you are going to make sure that you hear a person out completely before you engage yourself in talking to them. That makes sense. Yeah. There, I mean, there's, it's, you're going to find that all of a sudden you just are, will catch yourself taking a breath so that you don't take and talk over the top of them because you want to make sure that you know what they're, where they're going before you address anything that you thought they were going to say. Well, that makes sense so, because my my work is healing. I want to I want to help and heal people. Do, do you see a time frame for that happening? Like, I think that that part you can do right now. All you have to do is just start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you are you involved with Reiki now? Not so much Reiki. Yeah. I want. Uh, I I have. I took a course. But I don't know if I'm really good at it. Um, I'm more, I think, on the therapy side of listening, and um, I okay. do feel intu- like I'm an intuitive. That happens from time to time. Um, but, uh, well, I think you should be talking with Stephanie in regards to the therapy that she does because she's magical with it. <laughs> oh, I I will touch base with her and find out more. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, I, I really think that's what you should do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. yes. That would be great to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks, okay. Asha. Have Thank a good night. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Our next caller is Jay. Jay is calling from Canada. He's calling about the job. Jay, on Stephanie and Doug. Go ahead, please. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Hello, yes. Stephanie. Hello, Doug. Hello. Hello there. It's grateful to talk to you. My question uh, is regarding, uh, there was a job posting that was on Friday. I'm going to be actually um, applying for it. So when is the best time and day this week to apply apply for that job posting? I'll be actually doing it on on the Internet, so I'll just have to press send at this certain time. So what is the best, uh, best time and date? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to pass you straight to Doug for that. He's the scientist with it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Give me your birthday, Jay. Yeah, March 24th. What year? 1964. March 24th. 24th. Sorry, I'm going through pages as quick as I can here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds like a lot of rattling around in the background. See where things hit you the best. You want them to be in your favor. March 4th. Jupiter is in Aries. That's nice. That's nice. And Venus is in there. Uh, Venus in Taurus. Oh, interesting. Okay. If I go there and I look at where everything's lining up for you right now. <clears throat> Actually, uh, if you do anything as far as on um, the 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. All those are good days for you. Um, I thought. There isn't anything wrong with any of them. Because you've got it. Moon's going to be traveling in Taurus, which comes in on your Venus. And Venus, as far as gives you rules, money, and love. And then it's going to move on and it's going to be in sextile to your airy stuff. And that's your sun sign and your Jupiter. And that's very good for you as well. Because Jupiter is abundance. It is the expansion. So if you go with that, you're going to be in a good space. So either one of those three days you could play with. Awesome. That's what I thought. I'm grateful for that confirmation. Thank you, Doug. Yeah. Wonderful. You a lot of fire in your chart. <laughs> when I look at this, by the way, um, as you were talking, Doug, I was asking which one was more favorable. Monday came through as 30% favorable. Tuesday was the strongest step between 85 to 90%. And then Wednesday, yep. Wednesday seemed to be more of a, not a rolling of the dice, but a little bit of, you know, maybe, maybe not. So anyway, I just wanted to share that. That's pretty accurate because the sextile that you have hits so many things that first day because it's hitting your it's hitting your Mercury, it's hitting your Sun, it's hitting uh, your Jupiter the second day. But mm-hmm. that second day that she called out is pretty accurate as far where when it's in Gemini. Mm-hmm. Communication is on high that day. Excellent. So anytime on Tuesday then? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Tuesday. There we go. Tuesday holds the energy for you. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Yeah, I'm grateful for Thank your you. Good wisdom. To you. Yeah. You're welcome. And we're, we're going to move right along. Our next caller is Julia. Julia is talking about moving and relocation and and I did not get Julia's birthday, but here we go. Julia, live with uh, Stephanie Doug. Go. Hi, Julia. Hi. Hello. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Appreciate it. You're welcome. How can we help you tonight? Well, um, I'm living in Florida with my mom, and we're wanting to move to Kansas City, Kansas, um, to be mm-hmm. closer to daughter, granddaughter, and son-in-law. And um, so... Any insights around that or best time? Uh, we rent where we live now, and I'm hoping that our landlord will allow us to continue month to month and not sign a new lease so we're not sort of locked in for another year. So uh, any insights around the move and timing? Okay. Okay, so when I look at this, uh, while you were talking, I was asking for the timeline. And I asked if this would be weeks or months, and would it be less than five or more than five? What I'm getting is, so the the thing about this move that comes through is this is a constructive move. And so in other words, it's like, well, we want to hurry up and be there. We're going to do it by January 1. Well, there's a lot of planning everything the timeline i'm seeing is five to six months and it could be that within five to six weeks you are you have a better idea of how you're going to unplug from from florida and plug into 
Kansas. So I see you working at this now. It is possible to manifest the move sooner. It's just that um, there's details here and there's the excitement which can cause you know some oversight as far as the planning goes there's details with your mother in particular that really needs um, closer attention is what i'm getting so that's what i'm seeing for you let's see what doug sees as far as the timeline goes could you give me your birthday hon yeah it's september 16th 1961 September 16th. Oh, interesting. You have going on with you very similar to what Stephanie's going into. Where mm-hmm. You have uh, Pluto coming to your Saturn. 23 degrees. Okay. Um. I want to ask you a question. Do you feel like in your world throughout your life you've been put on hold and you're kind of a late bloomer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, that's, it, to me, that's exactly who you are, too. You have a very similar setup as far with your planets as far as what Betty White had. And Betty White, the older she got, the more powerful she became. And this is true with you as well, okay? So sometimes when you're put on hold, don't be upset because whatever it is that is holding you back is actually for your benefit. Something bigger comes out of it. Um, you have your Saturn stationary direct, and that's why you've got delay always going on in your life. And you also have your Jupiter that way. So they really rule your chart so much that I have to just look at them and what Stephanie said you time-wise, I think is very accurate. The change is coming right now. There's something that's going to get triggered as far as where all of a sudden you have more funds to deal with than what you've had in the past. I don't know what that's about, but I know that there's more money coming than what you thought to make this move. Wow. Well, that would be um, awesome because <laughs> that's been a big concern. Yeah. So, yeah. Because, well, Pluto is coming to your Jupiter, and it's right on it. And so there's going to be some kind of transformation as far as money is concerned. So something's going to come about that gives you more leverage than what you thought. Um, and it is possible that you could pull this off in six weeks. I mean, I'm not saying no to that. The potential is there. But it is in astrology you have, and then you have, window that goes and sometimes up to six months from the time that it got triggered so it is it becomes more down to uh if i had more of an idea as far as your time of birth where you were born and everything else and i was looking at it that way i could pin it down closer because then i have what degrees you have as far as on your rising and where your rising is if that makes sense right now i'm just okay. dealing with your planet and the window is opening up. There's no question about that. And the transformation and the change is coming about as well. I'd have okay. to know what time of the year. 
born where in order to pull it out and say it's going to happen around. Can I ask as far as, are you married now? No, I'm not married. I'm divorced. Okay, let's go back to the marriage. When did you get married? What month? So, oh, when did I get married? In June, June 16th. Okay, when did you get the divorce? Uh, March 29th. Okay, that doesn't help me with pinpointing things down. A lot of times people do major things according to when their ascendant is being played with or descendant, or else yeah. they use their birthday. But neither one of them are your birthday or your... So I don't know exactly just by guessing there. Do you know the time day you were born? Um, no, it was probably about 10.45, say 10.45 a.m. Uh, we don't know the exact time I was born at home. Where were you born? Salem Center, Ohio. Okay, so 68 is going to be... Is going to be... Okay, that would make you playing as far as with Scorpio. Um, it's a tough call because that would, with it being Scorpio, that would say that you'd be changing things in May or November. And that kind of fits with what Stephanie said. It could be up to six months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That resonates. Yeah. Yep. So that means by April, um, the ideas of how this is all going to suddenly come together like a jigsaw puzzle, all the pieces will start to fit together. And then it's that's in April and then May it would launch, if that makes sense. Okay, it's much better to move to Kansas in May. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't okay. want to move there in the winter. Yeah, no, I, oh. I don't really care to do that either, honestly. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm glad yeah. that I'm not, like, missing out because I I have felt like I've sort of missed the boat in a lot of my life, so I'm... Thank you for that, you know, (laughs) that confirmation that I'm not missing the boat. You're a late bloomer, that's all. And just think Betty White. You're going to get better and better and better and better. Yeah. Oh, wow. And how awesome was she? Goodness gracious. So, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank Thank you. Okay, we've got about eight and a half minutes. Stephanie, is Desmond. He's calling about my Desmond's birthday, December 16th. Happy birthday about 10 days. And I did not get the birthday year, Desmond. And please go ahead. Hi, Desmond. Hey, how's it going? Very well. Thanks for calling in tonight. How can we help you? Yes, um, I was calling about my... Um, Want to know uh, money financial situation change in the couple of months? Will it change? Okay, let's see here. Goodness. Um, first of all, first of all, I'm taking a look at this, but one thing I'm seeing around you there are there are some blockages. It feels like sometimes you can get in your own way, and 
I think that happens with all of us through overthinking and we get stuck in our heads. We don't mean to. So I see the overthinking happening. There's a couple of blocks there and it feels like some of it has to do with your own internal personal self-talk how you communicate with yourself within. Will there be a shift in your finances? Yes, there will. And the shifting I'm getting, it's going to take two to three months for that to shift. And in some ways that can sound like forever. And in other ways, that's really no time at all. But I'm seeing you trying to figure out which way to go. It looks like you'd like to remain with the tried and true. And yet there's a question, contemplation of, or do I step out and just do my own thing here? Because it looks like you already have at least one really good idea that you would like to launch, be independent, and be self-sustaining is what I'm seeing. Does that resonate? Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's see what Doug gets. What year were you born? Well, 71. 71. One second. Mm-hmm. December 16. Interesting. Um, you, did you listen to what I said to that last lady? Um, I was in and out. Okay. You have a very similar setup because you have Saturn stationary retrograde, and that's a delay on things as far as them coming. Um, what's interesting is you have your Saturn in Gemini. The best people for you to learn from is from Geminis. <laughs> And you have two of them. <laughs> what can you ask for? That is funny. Okay. Um, see what else is going there. <laughs> There's going to be some kind of funds that are going to be coming to you here. The interesting thing to me about you is you have the ability to go into just about any situation you want to go into, any company you ever walk into. I don't care if you just be in there where you're walking in. You immediately know what they have to change in order to make it right for them to make more money. Does that make sense to you? Fix some person. You can think very quickly, logistically, what has to be changed. And if you're not doing things in regards to logistics now or something on that nature, you're in the wrong field. I think that you've got a gift as far as that's concerned. And I think that you have a way of dealing with people from such a different point of view that they don't feel threatened with you regardless of who they are or what they think they are. They are open to listen to you because you're very, very pinpoint with what you 
I don't know what kind of work you're doing right now, but I do feel like you can do whatever you want to do and make it. Um, have you ever heard, I bartered with life for a penny and life would pay no more after I sat in my corner and counted my scanty score? See, life is a just employer. It pays you what you ask, but once you set the price, it is you who must do the task. I work for a medial hire only to learn dismay. Whatever price I set, life would willingly pay. So you have to just decide where you're going to take it and go with it. And if you write things down and you do it in the now, so if you start writing, I have the perfect position to get me where I want to be, things will open up so that you have it. Or I am doing this. It is I am and I have. Write it down. It crystallizes your thinking and magic starts to happen around you. Perfect. And on this note, we've got about two minutes left here. So Desmond, thank you for calling in. Thank you, thank you. And everyone, we want to thank you tonight for listening. And once again, if you would like to have a reading with Doug, his information is on the show page, both his phone number and his email address. And if you would like to have a reading with me, again, see the links on the show page, journeywithstephanie.com. And Doug, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the show with me tonight. I sure appreciate it. It was fun. And hello to Garrett, who I didn't get to talk to, but I'm glad to hear your voice. <laughs> well, yes. lovely to hear you too, Mr. Doug. <laughs> I, I love your last song, by the way. I thought it was a Your hoot. check's in the mail. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yes, yes. And Garrett, you'll have to share the Christmas song again. So much fun. Well, we'd like to wish everyone happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And I will be back in the new year with a brand new show. Thank you once again for joining us tonight. And thank you, Doug. Thank you, Garrett. Okay. Bye now. All right. Bye-bye. Have a great night.